Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Friday, May 26, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, House Democratic leadership's blunt message to the White House. Number two, a deal is close. And number three, more on the IRS whistleblower. Let's get into it. Let us start uh, in a dynamic that is continuing to unfold in a major way on Capitol Hill in the House Democratic Caucus. Shortly before a closed Democratic Caucus meeting on Thursday, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, Minority Whip Catherine Clark, and Democratic Caucus Chair Pete Aguilar hopped on the phone with top White House officials and have delivered a direct message. Democrats do not like what they've heard about the emerging debt-limited federal spending deal between Joe Biden and Kevin McCarthy, and that feeling has been building within the House Democratic Caucus all week. The leadership trio warned the White House that it just can't assume 80 to 100 Democrats are going to support this deal, and Democrats have not been in the negotiations. You have to remember that. Tougher work requirements for social welfare programs is the most sensitive issue for Democrats, and McCarthy is continuing to press the White House on that front. We've been exceedingly clear where we are, depending on what's in it, said a Democratic aide to us. Another aide said the deal is shitty enough that Democrats don't feel compelled to back it, and it's not good enough to bring 200 Republicans on board. So the larger question here, and we'll get into what this deal includes in a couple of minutes here, but the larger question is, can Joe Biden convince Democrats to back this spending deal and debt limit deal to just get it out of the way. If it includes uh, uh, work requirements, I don't know the answer to that, but you'd have to assume that a president who is facing re-election in you know, a, a year and a half, I guess it would be, yeah, a year and a half, how about that, um, is, uh, has the juice to say, you gotta be with me on this. You got to just assume that. Now, Democrats are certainly frustrated that they had nothing to do with this deal. Um, And asking lawmakers to support a deal to cut spending, even in divided government, uh, on a a deal they were not a party to is a very difficult sell. Um, Now, McCarthy, Speaker Kevin McCarthy, believes he could get a majority of the majority of his conference to back this agreement. Um, he'd have to assemble a, a coalition that includes leadership and leadership-backed lawmakers, appropriators, and defense hawks. But the challenge for McCarthy's team will be putting that coalition together in a short amount of time. Um, now, the White House says that all of their calls have been about the overall direction of the deal have been positive. Now, that's not, according to our reporting, that's not true. And that's not true, by the way, according to our um conversations with House Democrats who are certainly not positive on this deal. Um, now, Susan Wild, uh, people, let me, let me back up and not start with Susan Wild, but say Democrats broadly have been venting about, about this deal and saying that it could cost swing seat Democrats their races next year. One of those people is Susan Wild of Pennsylvania. Hakeem Jeffries, the Democratic leader in a closed meeting on Thursday, said you can't ask us to support an agreement we have a problem with. And the White House is strong in communicating that position. Uh, And he did say, we've asked the White House to ask the Republicans, how many votes do you plan on producing? What is the number? They haven't gotten any clarity yet, he said. So, listen, 
I understand the White House wants to minimize the um, frustration in the Democratic ranks about this bill, but um, there is no minimizing of it in the sense that we've heard it firsthand from Democratic lawmakers. Um, and uh, it is, uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's overwhelming, but there is certainly a ton of frustration in the Democratic caucus. Number two story of the day, deal or no deal, it is now crunch time. The House Republican negotiators left the Capitol without a deal. Kevin McCarthy um, said it's hard, and sources close to the conversation said they could get a deal today, but it's unclear if they will. Work requirements and permitting reform remain sticking points in the negotiation. The New York Times has a story about a few details of the emerging record. The debt limit would be suspended for two years with spending caps for the same period of time. There is a mechanism to incentivize Congress to pass the 12 appropriations bills. The, the deal does include uh, a higher number for defense and veteran spending. That number is the number that the Biden administration put in their budget. Um, they need a deal today or tomorrow in order to get a, a vote on Tuesday or Wednesday. I imagine it's going to be Wednesday, to be to be completely honest with you. Uh, it will take one or two days to turn any agreement into legislative text. Um, they need 72 hours to review it. So we're talking about from the time they have a deal to the deal probably four to five days, four days, probably. McCarthy is remaining in D.C. this weekend to work on this. Um, so uh, it's going to be a busy weekend and it's going to be an incredibly busy next week. Number three story of the day from our own Max Cohen, the IRS whistleblower who claims that the probe of Hunter Biden was slow walked at Joe Biden's direction will testify behind closed doors to the House Ways and Means Committee today. But uh, Facts First USA, which is a left wing group, is saying that the whistleblower is a partisan who is represented by a hard right advocacy group. Gary Shapley, who's worked at the IRS for 14 years, accused the Justice Department of interfering with the case he was involved with. The IRS has been investigating Hunter Biden for allegedly failing to pay millions of dollars in taxes. Um, Shapley is working with o Empower Oversight, a right wing group that has also helped two FBI whistleblowers who appeared before the House Weaponization Select subcommittee another wrinkle in these not in these investigations um and listen the um there's been a lot of talk a lot of smoke but not a ton of fire so far from the investigative front for house republicans but uh we'll be anxiously awaiting to see if there is actually fire and with that leave us a rating and review you can subscribe to punchbowl news at punchbowl.news have a great day and stay safe